0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcast.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. A good night of Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. As we come off the Yomtiv of Lag BaOmer yesterday, it was a beautiful Yomtiv. The weather could have been maybe a little better. The fields were a little wet and you know muddy for the for the kids, but I think overall they still were able to have fun in the park and play and have a good time. But what is the takeaway for us from this Yom Tov Lag BaOmer? What was the celebration? What are we supposed to grow? How do we grow from such a Yom Tov? What do we take away from such a Yom Tov? One of the reasons for the Yom Tov, at least according to the Shulchan Aruch, is because the students of Rav Akiva stopped dying. Which sounds like to most of us is a very sad, sad thing to celebrate. But as the Vilna pointed out, sometimes that itself is a celebration. It's really the end of a chapter. Kla Yisrael was made mistakes. And now they started anew. And Rav Akiva started teaching with the new five students. And with those five students, he rebuilt the Torah. And those five students, as it's found throughout Chazal, were very meticulous. Which means Kla Yisrael learned from their mistakes. Kla Yisrael grew from the mistakes. So yes, it was a tragic time, but it was a growing experience. We didn't just suffer for the sake of suffering. We, we understood. We took to heart. Akiva's new batch of students realized how careful you have to be in Adam Lechavera. And from that we have the Torah bapet today, the continuation of Torah from those students. So as we walk away from such a Yom tif, we have to remind ourselves how careful we need to be in interpersonal relationships, how we treat each other, how we talk to each other, what we say to each other, how we treat each other. And this week's parashat you find... And the Torah is very particular and meticulous About how we talk to each other There's a violation in the Torah called (coughs) 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 That's just how we speak to each other Saying things that are insensitive and hurtful That's a violation in the Torah And Rechaim Falevich used to say Very often people say things not Intentionally I don't mean to hurt you. I don't mean to be mean, but it comes out accidentally. And he writes that when a person puts his hand into fire, he's going to get burned, even if he put his hand there t- unintentionally. We have to be so careful with the words that we say. And Mchaim Shulavit proves it from the story with Chana and Penina. Although over there she was trying, Penina was trying to make Chana a better person, getting her to Davin with saying such hurtful or insulting things. And Penina was doing it L'Shem Shemayim. She wasn't doing it. to hurt her. She was doing it just to get her, to motivate her, to excite her, to daven better, to daven more. Yet we know Penina suffered terribly because of what she did, the pain that she caused. So we have to be so careful in our relationships. We have to make sure we're not hurting anyone, we're not insulting anyone. We have to grow from these last few days. I often point out the mourning for Rabbi Akiva students... Is the longest mourning period we have as a nation, besides for a person um, mourning for a parent. The mourning for the base of is not as long as this is. This is 33 days. We don't even mourn the base of for 33 days. For us, the whole mourning for the base of is three weeks. Svardim is even less. Yet for the students of Akiva, we mourn for a full month. It means that we need to remind ourselves what we gained during these days. We learned the message, we learned the lesson. It wasn't just no haircuts and no music and no weddings. It was we were supposed to have stopped and taken stock and realized what are we mourning over. We have to be so careful <clears throat> because most likely the students of Akiva were not malicious people. Chas v'shalom for us to say great tamid we were mean on purpose, and we still don't have an, I don't have a good understanding of what they did wrong. But whatever it is, the point is that we need to take to heart our interpersonal relationships. We need to be thinking of others and perhaps think twice before we say things to people because it can come out insulting. We might not intend it to be insulting, but it could be, be perceived and received as insulting. And then perhaps we will violate the law of our I had the privilege yesterday to take my son to the tanker of bar park for his upsharing, beginning of the cutting of his hair. And he shared with me a beautiful vort. He was commenting on the first Rashi in this week's parasha that so many comment on. Actually, the Pesach in the beginning of this week's parasha tells us that the mitzvah of Shemitah was by Har Sinai. The mitzvah of Shemitah was given at Har Sinai. And the Teras Kainim quoted by Rashi has the question, all mitzvahs were given, what's the juxtaposition Sinai to Shemitah? Ma'inyin al etzl Har Sinai? What does one have to do with the other? And he told me the following shot. He told me that we know Har Sinai kabol is was The only way we were able to be macabre the Torah It was a tenai, it was a condition That the only way we can get the Torah was if we were unified And if we were not unified, we were not being allowed to accept the Torah So he explained to me that Shemitah Is the only time where people can really have the time to be thoughtful of others. The rest of the year, we're so focused. We're so busy. A farmer, his entire life is his field. From sunrise to sundown, he's working his field, he's thinking about his field, he's by himself in his field, he's preoccupied on his field. He has no time to worry about other people. He has no time to worry about what's going on by Yenem. He doesn't have time to worry about the needy and the hungry and the sick. So the Torah gave him a Shemit and said, listen, you're going to have an entire year off. You know why? So you can be there to be able to help other people. To allow yourself to be aware of what's going on. It's an awakening experience. Realize that there are people that need help. And realize there are people that are suffering. And realize there are people that are in pain. So the Shemitah was like a Harsinah experience. It gave people the opportunity to be more in tune to other people. I think it's very apropos. We're all very busy people. And we're very, very, very focused on what we need to do between our job and our families. We have very little time to worry about other people very very preoccupied but we have to remind ourselves that every once in a while we need to take a break and look around and see how can I help someone else are there people that can use my assistance whether it be financially whether it be my time whether it be a listening ear we need to try to step back and ask how can I help another person is there a way is there an avenue is there a venue that I can do to help someone else and sometimes we're very busy and it can be in front of us and we don't even see it so the Torah is reminding us in this week's parasha, so let's focus on our interpersonal relationships. And that will be the way we're in the last 33 days. It's not enough just to say, oh, it's Lag B'Aimur, everything's over. No, we have to be in it. And it works out very nicely this year, the way Parashas Bahar falls out. It's right after Lag Bahimir, the Torah reminds us of interpersonal relationships. You see a person struggling financially, help him out. You see a person lost his field, but family members should come and help him out. Right this week's parasha, the Torah has such an emphasis. I'm getting out of our own comfort zone, getting out of our own Dalarams, getting out of our own personal life, and looking and thinking about others. And if that's our attitude, then we grew from Lag Boimer. We, we changed from Lag Boimer. As opposed to just having a fun day and being allowed to go back to life as normal, so to say, without any restrictions of Avelis. So as we read this week's parash, let's remind ourselves of the lessons of how we speak to each other, how we talk to each other. How careful we should be when we talk to people about topics that are sensitive. Stay clear of them. Don't bring them up. And let's try to be a little bit more thoughtful around us. Be like the the farmer who now has a year to think about a you know, modern day vacation. Why do people take vacation? So they have time to think about other things. Not only think about themselves, but try to think about others. How we can help. How we can make a difference. Because we all can make a difference. We all have fantastic talents and abilities that can allow us to give back so much to the people around us. Mr. Shem, we should grow from this week's parish as well as from Lag B'ayim. And this is all a preparation for the Yom Shuas. because as we mentioned, we can't be makabal the unless we're sensitive to others. We can't be makabal the unless we're thinking of others. And Mr. Shem, we should be zaycha to grow from Lag Boim, to grow from parasha's bar. and that way, we should be zaycha to a Kabbalt together as one with the arrival of Mashiach from Amenu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.